1: Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on TogiNet. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka.
2: Well, welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset, everybody. And I have a question for you today. Really think about this. What is your belief about money? Do you think you can be wealthy? Or here's an even bigger question. Do you think you should be wealthy? Is there perhaps a belief in your subconscious mind that people who have more money than you have somehow cheated the system or perhaps even hurt other people to get it? Do you feel like people have to sell their soul to be wealthy? Well, our guest today has spent over 20 years helping people transform just these kinds of self-limiting beliefs into self-fulfilling breakthroughs and to achieve their dreams and that includes wealth randy gate to be poor now there are so many people out there and believe me i work as as a coach i work with a lot of them who, who believe just the opposite, that it's a sin to be rich, that you can't have faith, be faithful, believe in God or, or higher power or whatever, and, and still have money. So we're going to talk about that today because it's just a fascinating topic. and Now, as a former high school dropout, Randy rose from a dishwasher in a pancake house to become a multimillionaire, and today he's recognized as one of his world's leading experts on prosperity, and he's also the author of a book that Joe Vitale calls the most hard-hitting, eye-opening, and money-producing book he has ever seen. Those are big words coming from Joe Vitale. Uh, The book is Why You're Dumb, Sick, and Broke, and How to Get Smart, Healthy, and Rich. I'm on my way to the bookstore. That's the end of the show. Goodbye. (laughs) Randy Gage, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be on.
2: Absolutely. I'm really excited to talk to you. I, I love, I have to confess, I have not read this book and I know you've written many others, um, but I love this title. It sounds a little controversial.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gotta love that. So, hey, Randy, why don't you start by telling us, you know, how did you, how did you put down the dish towel and pick up your American Express Elite card? How did you make
3: that happen?
0: Well, of course, it's a pretty complex process, but it really was changing my mindset, uh, getting out of the victim mode. As you know, I've been kind of writing about uh, this issue the last day or two on my blog about limiting beliefs that you have about money. And I certainly had some. I, I, uh, I, I really wanted to be wealthy. I grew up poor. I hated being poor, so I always said, I want to be rich, I want to be a millionaire, but I had these uh, uh, subconscious programming that I didn't even know was there, that kind of that rich people were bad, or you had to sell your soul for money, I was very jealous of rich people. Uh, As a kid, you know, it was, um, other families had nice vacations, and new cars, and big houses, and, you know, I didn't have any of that stuff, and then they got uh, go-karts and mini bikes, and they turned 16 years old, and mom and dad bought them a car, and so I was really jealous of that, jealous of rich people, and so if you don't like rich people, if you're jealous of rich people, if you think they're, they're bad people, you go out there on the conscious realm. And you're trying to create prosperity, but on the subconscious programming you yeah, that says, hey, you better stop doing what you're doing right now, or you're going to be one of those evil, mean, greedy, rich people. And so you sabotage yourself. And that's what I did, and it was kind of um, really understanding that 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 I had that programming. And I had to blow that up, and I had to celebrate wealthy people, and I had to... And I began a study of prosperity. Of course, probably the last twenty some years, and you understand then that true prosperity, true abundance, you you have to be providing value. Everything in prosperity is a value for a value exchange. Um, so that's what coming to that realization that really made the difference for me.
2: And so how. How does a dishwasher decide, you know, it it says your bio says that you dropped out of high school and, you know, you're working in this restaurant. Where do you get an idea all of a sudden to start making money, to start making good money? How does that come to you? uh, What happened?
0: Well, first of all, I didn't drop out of high school. I was expelled. (laughs) Oh,
2: that's even better. (laughs) Andy, I love it.
0: Yeah, let's make sure we got that straight. All righty. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think you touched on something that um, a lot of times people get upset. Matter of fact, I, I was just, I was on reading Twitter today, and there was a guy who, uh, he actually put a link to my blog post today and said, I don't normally, you know, give oxygen to this crap, but he used a different word than crap. Um But read this, this guy Randy Gage is a certifiable loon um, because, uh, you know, I was just talking about in the blog today, you know, I'm talking about what, you know, what you can do to make sure you're not sabotaging yourself, that you don't have these limiting beliefs about money. Um, But it's, you know, it's a question of you have to want to make a change. You have to stop living in victimhood. So you've got to say, and, and, of course, see, what I was going to is the other thing that uh, often upsets people is I say nobody ever has a money problem. Uh, people only have an idea problem because <laughs> all, all you need to manifest prosperity is the right idea. And you could have a small idea, which is I'm going to start a dog walking service in my neighborhood, or you can have a big idea like I'm going to start Google uh, or anything in between. And the scope and shape and size of your ideas is going to depend, is going to decide how you manifest prosperity. So that's a question of, in my case, it was, I think, what everyone would have to do, which is you've got to get out and expose yourself to successful people, learn from them, try to network with them. Uh, The the ultra successful maybe are not in your circle, but you can... You know, I buy books by Bill Gates and uh, Richard Branson and uh, successful multi-billionaires. I want to know how they think. So I buy everything by them or about them, so that gives me more food for those ideas.
2: Okay, so that you're sort of, uh, by osmosis there, absorbing the mindset a little bit by understanding how they think you can... Take some of that in and start uh, improving the mindset.
0: Yeah, I think you definitely can. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, so Randy, poverty is a sin. Let's talk about that. Where does that that belief system come from for you?
0: Yeah. Well, you're bringing up all the stuff that people get upset with me about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the uh, place I- today. <laughs> And actually, I, you know, I didn't originate that. That was actually Charles Fillmore said that around 1900 and kind of shocked uh, the religious community of his day. And I still shock uh, seminar audiences when I uh, talk about that today. But uh, I really do believe poverty is a sin, and I'll tell you why. Um, because if most people, when you talk about sin, we're talking about the biblical interpretation of that. Um, And the Bible was actually written in Aramaic. And if you go back to the original Aramaic translation of sin, it means to miss the mark. And uh, I believe when you're not prosperous, you're missing the mark that our Creator has for us. Um, The other thing, anybody who's listening who... um, follows the Course in Miracles. Uh, the Course in Miracles would define sin as a lack of love. Same thing. I think when we're not wealthy and prosperous, we're not accepting the love that's meant for us. That That's really our birthright. So you define. Yeah, hey, I lost you. I lost you. Uh, you cut out there.
2: Okay, can you hear me now?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm sorry there. Uh, action is acting up a little bit today. Um, so, so another push-the-button question, then, then Randy, are you defining um, love by money?
0: Um, do I define love by money? No. Uh, but I would say that love is certainly part of prosperity. Uh, prosperity is okay. many things, you know, but it's not just money. I, I hate to say not just money because I hate to say just money because when people say it's just money or it's just things, you're kind of everything is energy at its ultimate level and you don't want to repel that energy. Um, but prosperity really is love, relationships, health, spiritual sustenance and the money and material things. So I, I think it's all part of the equation, true prosperity.
2: Okay, just to set the record straight, I'm totally on the same page, Randy. I'm just asking the questions I know that our listeners might be asking. Mm-hmm. So so I'm with you here. So tell us a little bit, um, oh, we're going to go into a break in about 30 seconds and, and when we come back I'd love to know a little bit more about your, your book And uh, what kind of tips that you might be able to offer us from that book? I'm just loving the title, While You're Dumb, Sick, and Broke, and How to Get Smart, Healthy, and Rich. We're here with Randy Gage, and we're going to be back in a few seconds. And don't forget, you can find Randy at www.randygage.com. We'll see you back here in just a few
1: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriendage is on TogiNet, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended principal was born out of loss.
0: Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things
2: we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be
1: extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com and then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand Understand that emotional side to a man, like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on TogiNet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbring Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka.
3: Welcome back, everybody, and I've got to apologize for that uh, little technical error we had there. Uh, my Internet seems to be acting up today, so our Eric, the Viking producer, has been kind enough to call me on my landline, so we should be all good now, hopefully. And we're here with Randy Gage, who's known as the Million Dollar, the Millionaire Messiah, excuse me, and author of Why You're Dumb, Sick, and Broke and How to Get Smart, Healthy, and Rich. Randy, thanks so much for being on the show. Tell us about About this book, what are some of the tips we can take
0: away? Uh, Really, the focus of that book is on mind viruses or memes, uh, which is a term coined by Richard Dawkins in an earlier book that he wrote. Uh, And mind viruses are just like computer viruses. You get them on your hard drive of your subconscious mind. And... We're infected with thousands of mind viruses every day. Uh, When you hear a catchy, you know, when you hear Lady Gaga sing telephone, that's a catchy, that's a mind virus. Because what mind viruses do is they parasitize the host and cause them to infect, you know, they're infected with the virus and then replicate it. So you hear Lady Gaga, then it gets in your mind, and then you're in the elevator, and you're humming the song, and you spread it somewhere else, and if you hear, uh, just do it, Nike, that's a mind virus. And of course, there's a lot of mind viruses in TV, radio, movies, newspapers, what I would call the data sphere. All of this, we're just assaulted with all this information. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So the book is really about those mind viruses and how you recognize them. Because what you will see, and and I did some real studies on this. I, I took the billboard top charts for country, adult contemporary, rock, gospel, uh, you know, all of them, and took the top 10 songs and looked at, studied the, the lyrics of each of the songs and look at what's the subliminal programming there. You can take the hit movies like Avatar and Titanic and all of those and say what's the, the mind viruses that are in those movies, the best-selling books, the favorite TV shows. So that's really what the book was about, was to identify those lack and limiting mind viruses and then counter-program against them, because you can't escape from them. We're all assaulted with all of this uh, programming all around us every day, Mm -hmm. but we can choose uh, some of those things we can choose not to be programmed with, or we can uh, counter-program against it. So that's uh, really what I was talking a great deal about in that book.
3: Interesting, and I'd like to talk more about that. We have a caller on the line who has a question for you. Alex is here. Would you like to speak with Alex for a moment? All right, sure. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset. What's your question for Randy?
0: Yeah, hi, and great show. The question is, we all have 24 hours in a day, and quite clearly successful people use their day in a more effective manner than others. (laughs) And I'm wondering, Randy, you know, what would your typical day, so to speak, be like? Because, obviously, prosperity, as you mentioned, is not just money but also spiritual and health and interacting with individuals. So, um, you know, what does what your day look like in terms of uh, time? I get up uh, usually around 8, 8.30. <clears throat> I go down. I do cardio for about 15, 20 minutes uh, and self-development in the morning. I want to read positive book, uh Uh, listen to positive CDs, do just something for mind, body, and soul. So I start the day with self-development, and uh, which seems like you don't have time for that. But the fascinating thing is when I don't do self-development, that's when I'm running around, I'm frazzled all day trying to catch up. If I force myself to take the time and do daily self-development in the morning, I don't want to answer the phone. I don't want to answer the door. I don't want to leave the house until my, you know, my consciousness is vibrating at the level I I want it to be at. Then I find I, I I get a million things done, and I'm able to get through the day and be very productive and all of that. I start with self development. I get in uh, the email, check in everything that come my business around the world. So I've got a lot of emails have come in overnight. From people in Asia and Australia and places like that, I catch those up. Write my blogs. I do two different blogs. Um, then it's like go out to lunch, get lunch delivered, phone calls, things. Um, try and finish by the evening, and then I'm going to be playing softball or you know out dinner with friends, something like that.
3: So
0: how's that sound like the... your day, Alex? Oh, gee, I wish you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling into this show, Alec. Thank you. Bye.
3: If there are other people out there who'd like to call in and uh, take an opportunity to ask Randy Gage a question, 877-864-4869 is the number that you want to call. That does sound like a wonderful day, Randy, and I am so with you. When you take that time in the morning that people claim they don't have to work out and And to do some meditation or something else that you know really raises that emotional vibration, you are just so much more focused through your day and can get so much more done. So wow,
0: yeah, great makes big difference, big difference.
3: Yeah. So we've got these mind viruses, and you know, somebody is you know forty five years old, and they're raised by parents. Certainly, our parents are not ill-meaning necessarily, but we do these things to our kids, right? And We instill these limiting beliefs, and then we go through life, and we sort of uh, uh, just live with that limiting belief and keep it growing like the snowball. Where do we begin in eradicating them and in shifting the way that we think?
0: You really touched on something important, Marla, because this is uh, the legacy of... Most people, because we talk about these mind viruses, and and when I talk about the data sphere, organized religion is another very guilty party, governments are another very guilty party. Uh, Most of the mind viruses they're going to program you with are, are are poverty viruses. They're not prosperity ones, they're poverty ones, they're lack and limitation. Things like money is bad and it's rich people are evil or you got to sell your soul for money. You got to know someone to make money. You got to have money to make money. There's so many mind viruses out there, uh, that are lack of limitation. And we get those, that kind of programming from our parents because they got it from their parents and they got it from their parents and on and on and on. And that was really what I was fighting against is is just come from a very poor family. was pretty limited, and, and that's all we knew. And so that's all everybody in my family knew. And in my case, it was very good for me. I actually moved out of the house when I was 15 years old, and then when I was 16, I moved away from all of my family was up in Madison, Wisconsin, and I moved down here to Miami and just had this dream that I wanted to live someplace uh, with palm trees and sunshine in the wintertime. And so I packed up everything in this old Plymouth I had and came down here and I didn't have a job or a house or anything, but I had a dream. Uh, but it was really good for me because it got me out of the environment that I was raised in. And it got me to, uh, shock the system a little and get exposed to other stuff and then you know I still struggled for a long time afterward but that was still an important step I think for me to to get in a new environment and then I was more open and receptive to that change and you really have to look at what are the if um You know, would you be guilty if you made more money than your mother or your father did? A lot of people do. That's kind of a glass ceiling because let's suppose you're, you're 25 years old uh Your father raised you working in a coal mine or uh driving a bus or driving a truck or some hard manual labor, and he really struggled and scuffled and got together enough money to send you to college, and you got an education, and so you came out of college and somebody offered you a nice job, and you're making more money at 25 than your father made when he was 60, right? Yeah, A lot of people, they're going to sabotage that because they're thinking, wow, my father was the salt of the earth, and he worked so hard driving that semi-truck every day, and now I'm sitting in this cushy, air-conditioned office, and I make more money than he did, and that's a they don't even realize it, but that's happening on a subconscious level, and that may cause them to sabotage, to do something, to get fired, to miss promotion, to... Uh, take the money they earn from that and blow sure. it on a bad investment. I mean, there's all kinds of things we can do to sabotage ourselves.
3: So, Randy, one of the things that I really enjoy observing about my clients is um, whether they're sabotaging themselves because of a negative consequences of achieving the wealth or because there are things that they're afraid of doing to achieve the wealth. Do you see a distinction there, and, and which way do you think most people weigh in? Which side?
0: Wait, say that again? I didn't quite follow that.
3: Yeah. Um, is it, do we sabotage ourselves more often? Do people sabotage themselves more often because of the negative consequences that they see in their mind to achieving the wealth, to being wealthy, or because of the things, the limiting beliefs that they'd have to break through or the things that they'd have to do or achieve to
0: get to the wealth, uh, actually, I think most people would be willing to work for wealth, and they're okay with the obstacles. I don't think that's a problem. Most people would, if you said, "Hey, you're going to have to work your face off," you know, and it's going to be tough and hard. But once you get there, this you're going to have the Lamborghini, and you're going to have the dream house, and you're going to have freedom, and all of that. Well, I think people would be willing to do that. So I don't think that's the issue. The issue is that subconscious programming that they don't even know they have that causes them to sabotage and not take that action. Because if you, I I just remember growing up, we thought anybody who drove a Cadillac was a bad person.
3: Oh, my goodness.
0: Because that was the car, you know, when I'm 51 years old. So when I grew uh-huh. up, the, you know, there was no Lexus, there was no BMW, no Mercedes uh-huh. or any of that stuff. Cadillac was it, right. you know? Right.
3: And we're going to take that Cadillac into a break, and we'll be back in just a minute, Randy and everybody. All right. Thank you.
1: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life abundant thinking and attraction power, it's the million dollar mindset with Marlon Tabaka, and we'll be right back after these. It's time, time for some R and R. Sure, rest and relaxation is good, but reinvention and re-energizing is even better. Time for some R and R with Rachel Wright happens tuesdays at noon 11 a.m central part of the her insight network you see when life throws you a curveball such as divorce the arrival of twins the loss of a job or you just seem to be stuck in a rut of your everyday routine rnr offers you the escape you're seeking Rachel will introduce you to friends who have been there and done that and chose to reinvent their lives. They will share stories on how they have successfully coped with mind-bending situations. And instead of being a victim of circumstances, they have decided to sit in the driver's seat and take control of the course their life will take. And most importantly, they're enjoying the ride. Check out Rachel's books and her website at themotherofreinvention.com Plus her page on Facebook, Time for some R&R. It's time for reinvention and re-energizing. Time for some R&R. With Rachel Wright, Tuesdays at noon, 11 a.m. Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Scala on Toginet, Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central and find out how women are growing, blossoming and blooming in their friendships and careers, health and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala. Each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life.
2: I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about.
1: Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, rebuilding, and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream, create, and grow the lifestyle you want to live. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with
3: Randy Gage, the billionaire messiah, and he's talking to us about getting rid of those self-limiting beliefs that keep you from prosperity and wealth. Randy, we have another caller on the line. Thomas has a question for you. Hi, Thomas. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset.
0: Well, hello, and thank you for taking my call.
3: Absolutely. What's your question
0: today? Well, you are just talking, uh, Randy, in regards to uh, this being a, a mindset issue in the subconscious. Is there a good way to change your subconscious views on prosperity? Because I know what to do. I just have trouble implementing it. Yeah, there's a, uh, oh, let me see if I know the website. Uh, it's a guy named Stephen Halpern, H-A-L-P-E-R-N, um, who does has some subliminal CDs subliminal programming CDs and I believe it's called innervisionmusic.com, Uh but I, google them and you'll find for sure uh, and you could play those at night when you go to sleep I actually uh, like I ran uh, speakers into my bedroom from my uh, CD from my media room and I put those CDs I play them at night when I sleep because You go through four or five alpha states during the course of every evening while you sleep and when you're in an alpha state that's the best time to program your subconscious mind so I do that automatically the same thing by the way if you get a massage or you're meditating that's putting you in an alpha state so that's a great time to program your subconscious mind so you could use subliminal stuff like uh, Stephen's got, and there, he's got one or two on prosperity, and he's got some on health and some on accelerated learning and different things like that. I have like five of them that I just play when I go to sleep. And uh, But you could make your own tape, right? You could just record uh, something on your uh, iPad or your iPhone or your whatever, and if you meditate and just get in an alpha state and then play that uh, uh, audio of affirmations, you can program your own subconscious mind that way. Okay, great. Fantastic ideas. Thank you very much. All Thanks right, for calling question.
3: in, Thomas. And if you'd like to call in and ask a question of Randy, 877-864-4869. I love Stephen Halpern's work and uh, that's a, that's a great suggestion. Randy, are you, are you familiar with EFT, the emotional freedom techniques?
0: That's the uh, tapping?
3: Tapping, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I am.
3: Yeah, so I'm a practitioner of EFT, and this is also a really powerful way to uh, reprogram, if you will.
0: Yeah, I haven't done that, but I've got a buddy who, who practices that and was telling me about it. It looks like a, a pretty intriguing thing.
3: Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I've seen some really remarkable uh, results with EFT as well. So you know, and I don't think there's any one magic bullet. I think it's a combination of things, like you said, and uh, that's a powerful tool too. You're sharing so many great tidbits here. Um, stop living in victimhood. <clears throat> I love that statement because I work with a, a lot of people um, who who do who do feel like victims. And that's a really tough one to reprogram when, when you've lived in that place for a number of years. Um, any other suggestions
0: there? One of the things you have to keep in mind is that you can be a victim or you can be a victor, but you can't be both. You have to do one or the other. So if you want to hang on to victimhood, if you want to feel wronged by your ex-wife or you're wronged by your ex-husband, or you know the government takes too much taxes and all oh, the economy is so bad and oh, the real estate bubble, if you're going to live in that space, you you can't live in, vic- in victory because your mind can only process one dominant thought at a time. So if you want to be successful you have to be willing to let go of being a victim and that's unfortunate but a a lot of people really hold on to victimhood because that's how they define themselves and uh, I, I did this for 30 years so I was surrounded with victimhood people and we'd get together and we'd all commiserate and tell each other our victimhood story and They would tell me how they got the power cut off, and I'd be telling them how my landlord was evicting me, and, you know, we'd go back and forth and back and forth, and it's just, and you hate it when they got a better tragedy than you do, you know, and then you got (laughs) to go manifest a tumor or uh, uh, burn your house down or something so you got a better story than they did. Uh, And at some point, you just got to say, you know what? I just, I don't want to live in that space anymore. You know, I was there for a while, and that's where I was at at that time, but I choose not to be a victim. I choose to be a victor, and you've got to make that conscious decision.
3: Yeah, yeah, and take responsibility for for the life path that you're carving out because we do have choices. We always have choice. Um, Some may not feel, you know, a whole lot better than others, but we do have choices, and, and therefore responsibility for those choices. So, Randy, tell, tell, me, tell us what you're up to today. Where, do you, you speak to groups, right? Yes. You do a lot of speaking. And uh, is there another book on the horizon?
0: Uh, I have a book coming out uh, in a month or two, but that's, kind of, that's really just for people in network marketing, uh-huh. uh, which is one of the businesses that I recommend for people for building residual income. Uh, so that's kind of a specialized one just for network marketing. And then I'll have another book on prosperity probably that's five, six months away. Uh, I'll be out with a, a tour, uh, doing a whole world tour starting in November with a workshop called Sacred Secrets of Prosperity, uh, and that'll start uh, here in Miami in November and than just be going all over the world with that. So I'm looking forward to getting out on, on the road with that because I've been doing mostly private stuff, so a lot of people can't get to the events, and uh-huh. they're always writing on the blog and sending I me mean, when are you coming? When are you going to do public stuff? So I finally made a commitment to, to get back with some public programs that everybody can okay. get to.
3: Will you be coming to the Chicago area?
0: Uh, I don't have Chicago booked yet, but I would imagine uh, we will because that's uh, that's always been a, a good market for me. I've always, I love it there, and
3: yeah,
0: um, I'm a long-suffering Cubs fan from way back,
3: <laughs> so. Uh. Yeah, Cubs and the Bears, right? Oh, my goodness. So um, multi-level marketing or network marketing, love it, love the topic, have to ask you the question. Uh, because I get a lot of clients and a lot of friends who are in a network marketing organization, and we all know we talk about the duplicatable systems and how important it is to have that. Um, but when you're trained on a, a system that's duplicatable, it, it doesn't, it's never struck me as quite big enough, quite grand enough to really get up to the top. Is, do you need to be a great Internet marketer, in order to create a system like this that really gets you to the top.
0: No, I think that yeah, would hurt you uh, because that won't duplicate very well. I ah. think the, the business still is built with friends, neighbors, acquaintances, people that you know. Your warm market. There's a lot of there's a lot of people in the space selling stuff. They're they're kind of mining the miners. So there's a lot of those people selling that attraction marketing and all of that pay-per-click stuff but that's not really how the business is built successful people who are making a lot of money and and they have true duplication don't really do that they start with people that they know everybody has their circle of influence and those that's the natural place to start in that business and uh, that's the natural way that anyone else would be able to duplicate whereas to be a, a Sharp internet. Now, don't get me wrong; it could work if you like. I, I do a lot of marketing on the internet. I've been I've made millions of dollars with internet marketing, uh, but I don't use it to grow a network marketing business because okay. it wouldn't really duplicate.
3: Okay, okay. So uh, then, what I'm hearing you say that duplicatable truly is starting with your warm market and and just reaching out from there and teaching the people who. Uh, you're working with to do the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Is that is that the basic of it?
0: Yes, definitely.
3: Wow. And, uh, you know, some people can make that look so easy, but I'll tell you, I don't know personally anybody who's really and truly succeeded in network marketing. Um, how how do you recommend, if I'm not asking too much, of, of, you know, asking you to give away too much, if if somebody's exhausted their warm market, what are some of the next steps they can take?
0: Nobody ever exhausts their warm market. Everybody says they did, but nobody uh-huh. did. Uh, average person meets somewhere between 5 to 8, sometimes 15 people a week. So you, you, and you're not prospecting or talking to 5 or 8 or 15 people a week. The average person is not. So they really haven't exhausted their warm market. They've talked to, maybe they didn't learn some skills, so they... Went out and talked to 10 people and threw up all over them and got 10 rejections. (laughs) And so now they say, I've talked to everybody I know and they're just not interested. But if they really went and learned some skills, uh, they would, uh, they absolutely have people they could talk to. Uh, I do have another site that's just for network marketing. So if, People who are in that business should just go to see networkmarketingtimes.com. I've got a blog there that put on four or five posts a week training on how to be successful in the business, and there's a leadership report you can sign up for, and uh, I've got a lot of resources that will help people with that, so uh, that would be the best thing for people who are in that business.
3: And that's the networkmarketingtimes.com?
0: Not the just no, NetworkMarketingTimes.com.
3: Network OK, gotcha. Thank you. Good. I'll be sending some people there, most definitely. Fabulous. OK, so um, Stephen Halperin's CDs and um, it, kind of shocking the system, getting out of the environment. And was there a third one that we talked about in terms of changing the limiting beliefs
0: I think that daily, if you do the daily self-development every morning, that does everything because it, it yep. sets the tone for the whole day and it creates your conscious. You go out there, you're vibrating at such a consciousness that you then attract people and circumstances the same. That.
3: Okay, and we're going into break. Be back in two minutes. <music>
1: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Hey, you living the dream like Nina and Cindy? Speak Jeans you shocked by the Chuck E. Cheese calamities, diaper dilemmas, and major mom minivan mishaps, then get ready to share it with Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on TogiNet. And as Nina and Cindy say, if you're thinking it, we're saying it. It's your chance to discuss, share, and learn from two moms who have been there, done that, and got the t-shirts. Check out their website, ltdchix.com. Living the Dream Moms is all about all things moms have to deal with Daily, Nina and Cindy are two ordinary frazzled moms who admit when they need help and do their best to research and discuss topics that are not always talked about. Living the Dream Moms are just two real women who are discussing the trials and tribulations and triumphs of everyday mom lives. You are not alone. It's Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Tom was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing? Chronicling her opinions on everything. The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Knoxville Soccer Bomb with jill hickey tuesday afternoons at one eastern noon central on togynet.com welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset part of the her insight network on togynet.com and now back to your host marla tabaka
3: and we're here today with Randy Gage. Uh, check out one of his websites, networkmarketingtimes.com, to see if Randy will be coming into your neighborhood for some fabulous uh, training and seminars and uh, visit him there. So, Randy, um, you have achieved your dreams in, in, in many senses. What's next for you? What's, what's the next dream?
0: I'm doing more with charity, giving back, uh, getting to the point now where money is not so much an issue. It's more about uh, giving, paying it forward, as, paying it back, paying it forward. Uh, so I want to do more with that. I'm certainly, though, still really committed to uh, getting the message out on prosperity. I think that's the most important work that I do. That's why I. I do like five blog posts a week on randy dot com on that success and prosperity blog and uh newsletters and 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 just there's so many people who are struggling who don 't have to be and they don 't know that they don't have to be uh even friends i mean guys I play softball with uh you know I got a message on Twitter today from I wrote something about um uh, And don't sabotage your prosperity. So one of my buddies that I play ball with uh, said, well, too late for that. You know, this guy's like 30 years old. And he's like ready to write his life off and think he needs to be poor his whole life. And he doesn't have to be. Nobody has to be if you're willing to make that change. So it's really a decision. It's a mindset. Uh, Prosperity is not money and things. It's a mindset poverty is not a lack of money and things it's also a mindset so if you're willing to change your mindset you can change your results and so i'll continue to really work on that work uh for the foreseeable future
3: wonderful well i hope you do come to my neighborhood (laughs) (laughs) so randy a lot of people would would probably say that with the economy You know, doing what it's doing. We have startup businesses out there, more and more startup businesses, which is fabulous. Um, Investment money, they feel, is hard to find. How do you counter that?
0: Oh, remember that uh, everything is yin-yang. And the, the worse the economy is, the more opportunities there are out there. And again, nobody has a money problem, only an idea problem. If you have a hot, sexy business that really is going to rock, believe me, there will be people who are willing to crawl naked over broken glass to throw money at you if you got the right idea. Because there's billions of dollars sitting around right now that that, yeah. that people have that they're trying to park somewhere. They, they're looking for somewhere to to put it. And so it's really important that people don't think that, oh, buy into this, well, the economy's bad, because when everybody's zigging, you want to be zagging. If they're selling, you want to be buying. If they're buying, you want to be selling. The truth is, if you take the real estate uh, industry, which is just in a cataclysmic uh, freefall right now, there are so many bargains in real estate right now. This is a wonderful time to be investing in real estate. Uh, Whereas everyone would say, well, real estate is tanking right now. Well, that's when you want to buy. People say, well, the stock market is down. Well, that's when you want to buy. Uh, every time there is, uh, whether from the Great Depression, you know, how many millionaires were created in the Great Depression? The fact is that it's times of difficult economic, uh, times, that uh, really offer the best opportunities. So, uh, uh, it, again, don't, don't think that the government or the economy, I, here's my belief, I don't think the government, the economy, or anything, any external factor affects my prosperity. I believe I control my own prosperity, and if I choose to buy into that victim stuff, I can be a victim, but if I choose not to, I can be successful.
3: And that's a really powerful mindset. And uh, to embrace that and hang on to it, um, in the beginning, when people are getting used to, you know, doing this, and empowering themselves like this can be difficult. Uh, but once you've got it, um, it, it can really obviously change your life. And so, Randy, I coach uh, female entrepreneurs, and so I have a particular interest in this. You know, you say there's millions laying around. Are you more of the belief that... You know with the right mindset with the prosperity mindset in place that you're simply going to you know start surrounding yourself with these higher vibrational you know people or um, is there somewhere people can actually go to start finding people you know to invest in their product or their service or their idea
0: well <sighs> I don't know where you go to just hang out with people who want to invest per se, but I do believe that you put yourself in environments of people who are successful people or higher consciousness people. Uh, If you're Friday evening and you're in a bar, you're probably not meeting the highest consciousness people. If you're at a Barnes & Noble or a Walden Books in their coffee shop there, you're probably going to meet somebody of higher consciousness. The uh, Unity and Science of Mind churches have all these classes that they offer if you go to seminars and workshops. People who are taking seminars and workshops are high consciousness people. So I think when you, you put yourself out in those circles where you're uh, networking with high consciousness people, you'll be around people who would be willing or able to invest in something uh invest in your dream if you have a solid idea Uh, a lot of people and again now again it's about developing consciousness because there's a lot of poor people who are poor because their ideas are horrible (laughs) you know i could tell you uh going back to my circle of victimhood friends who come to me all the time with crazy cockamamie ideas that they want me to invest in that They don't have a prayer of success because (laughs) they haven't done the work to know what really could be successful. So, again, you have to make sure that you're growing, you're developing, your consciousness is there so you really are coming up with those kind of ideas that will attract uh, money and support and success.
3: So does success always mean hard work?
0: I think so. I don't think there's shortcuts to that. Uh, do, do we get fortunate sometimes or things appear to get, be a good break or good luck? Yeah. So You've done something to create that good luck. You've done something to create that break. You've done something to put yourself in the path of that good break. So I think it's always hard work, or Because I I just, you know, the only free... My whole prosperity philosophy could be summed up in one sentence. And the Mm -hmm. sentence is, the only free cheese is in the (laughs) mousetrap.
3: I love it. That's very true, too. I love it. So another question here, this one is actually coming from our wonderful producer. and, And she wants to know, is business in the blood or... You know, are you born with the entrepreneurial skills and mindset, or can anybody do it?
0: I don't think you're born with it, but I think anyone can develop it. I certainly wasn't born with it. I was a horrible, I can't tell you how many failed businesses I had starting out. I mean, I could just Mm -hmm. one after the other after the other after the other, but I hadn't learned the skills because really the secret of business success it is the soft skills, it's the people skills. That's 99 times out of 100. Those are the issues that derail businesses, is the people skills. So, and I certainly didn't have any when I started. And once you, but anyone can learn them if you're willing to recognize what you don't know and you're willing to work on yourself and develop that, and then you can be good with it. So I think anyone, if they choose to, they can become a successful entrepreneur. Because I don't, I don't buy that that you're born with it. I, I don't believe that. I think you, you, some people certainly have a better aptitude uh, for people, skills, and things like that. But I think it's it's a skill that anybody could develop.
3: And what about the idea development? You know, you talk about if you have a great idea, if you have a great idea, and and I believe that anybody really can produce a great idea. Um, but, but not everybody buys into that. Do you have any suggestions about how people can, you know, really develop that, that ability and, and really look for that idea within themselves?
0: Well, I'm sitting here in my office. I live in Miami Beach. I've got this uh, wraparound uh, bookcase on the walls in my office. It goes from window to window, mm-hmm. and it's completely full, and then it's in front of all the books. is other books and CDs and DVDs stacked up, stacked up, stacked up. And because I buy everything. I buy probably five to eight books a week on Amazon, and I buy all kind of CD albums and DVD. I go and hear a speaker, and I like them. I just give my credit card and say, give me everything she's got, you know. Yeah. So um, what I do a, probably three times a year is I take all these CDs and DVDs and books that I bought that I haven't got to yet, put them all in a suitcase. I throw it in the car. I drive down to Key West and I spend about four days there. Take a long weekend and I sit out by the pool and I got my little earphones and I just go through all that stuff. And it's a brainstorming uh, time for me. And, Honestly, there's some of these I'll buy albums and I'll listen to the first 20 minutes and say, this is a piece of garbage and throw it away. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a book, I'll buy it and, uh, you know, I'll read the first uh, paragraph and or the uh, first paragraph, the first chapter yeah. and decide, mm, it's not really there and throw it away. Um, sometimes I'll read a whole book, get just one idea out of it. Other books, other CDs, you know, I get 25 great ideas out of So So I... I collect all that stuff and then I go down and I process it and just brainstorm and journal and take notes and I always come back with, you know, five different multi-million dollar ideas that <laughs> I can work oh, wow. with. So I think if you uh, put yourself in that environment with that kind of stimulation that's where uh, a great place for ideas anyway. And, you know, and for it's me it's Key West nice. or someone else, maybe it's on a mountaintop or someone else, it's uh uh, in the right. woods, where
3: you know, we're at the end of our show. It's gone so fast. RandyGage and NetworkMarketingTimes.com. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank I've loved it. A part
1: of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Jabuka on the Her Insight Network on net If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just